Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. As you can tell, my uh, voice is a little cracky. I'm here to brag. I told you I would be bragging. Uh, NXT's Great American Bash. That was Tuesday night at the Capitol Wrestling Center. 3-0. and Boom. 3-0. and I told you what was going to happen. Um, I mean, can you get any better than that? How many of you guys went 3-0? Now, yes, I know some of you are saying, Sam, there are four matches. Yeah. Um, you know, everywhere I looked, and I re-looked, no one had the million-dollar um, belt championship up. I didn't even know what's happening. I thought that they would wait on that one later in the month since AEW is going the whole month of July with special events and special matches. I had no clue. Now, if you've listened to any of my episodes concerning NXT, you know I would have won that one. 4-0. I hate Cameron Grimes. Somebody needs to hold him down and shave his chest. Cut his beard and cut his hair. I'm shocked Ted DiBiase has not told him that. I'm shocked LA Knight. Hasn't said, dude, you look like a homeless person. To be a million dollar man? Are you serious? You are not getting any chicks flashing any money when you look like that. And that has been my contention with him wanting to be the million dollar man from day one. You want to change your gimmick, you change your look. You're still doing to the moon. You're still wearing the same hillbilly outfits. I know he's playing the everyman. I don't care. You want to be compared to Ted DiBiase? You need to up your game. Because L.A. Knight has. 
And so, no, there's no way I would have picked Cameron Grimes. They need to build this story more. Having him be L.A. Knight's butler may be the way to build it. I don't know. It depends. You know, AEW tried that with uh, Chucky T being Miro's butler, and it ended up being garbage. Um, their vignettes were were not very good. On that show, I thought we were really going to get some clarification, some clarity, some clear vision of where NXT was going, who were their next superstars that they were setting up for the next six months to a year. Who are we going to see at the TakeOver right before SummerSlam that is going to be a huge deal and have unforgettable moments? Because really, right now, you don't have a set of superstars in NXT that is going to build NXT and make it hot again for six months, and them learning at a fast pace, knowing that beginning of next year, Royal Rumble, they're moved up. And then you're working on, also during that six months, getting your next set ready. Well, I thought we were going to get some clarity on that. You know, we get Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargano to come out. William Regal, Samoa Joe's there. Joey Gargano knows Karrion Cross can't hurt him right now. Samoa Joe's there. William Regal will, will do something to him. Karen's not going to cross that line. Scarlet was with him. And he's just not going to take that chance. So, Johnny being Johnny was, um, of course, saying some smart comments, wisecracking comments, to see how close to that edge he could get carrying cross and what would he do? We didn't get it. They didn't want it played that way. Karen Cross has as Killer Cross had a point where you could push him in a match or push him in a promo. And he would snap. And he would give you that thousand yard stare. And it was almost like you could see his eyes turning red. And it was over. We should have got that. I would have loved 
to have that. Have him snap. Have him go through Samoa Joe to get to Johnny Gargano. Have him pick Johnny Gargano up and take him back up the ramp as Samoa Joe and William Regal are picking each other up off the mat. And he takes him into a conference room, a meeting room, a weight room, an office, and just lays in to Johnny Gargano. And immediately, Samoa Joe and William Regal come in. Samoa Joe throws Karrion Cross up against the wall. He holds him down using his forearm. As William Regal is shouted, you are suspended. You are completely suspended. You are not to be in this building. I do not want to see or hear from you. I will contact you. Scarlet grabs his arm and takes him out of the building. We don't hear from him for 10 days. Notice what I said there? 10 days. Or 12 days. And he shows up in Texas. Doesn't matter to me. Houston, Fort Worth, Dallas. You pick. He may be suspended at NXT. But see, he called up some friends of his that he's wrestled other places with. Maybe he even called up Vince McMahon himself. And Vince agreed, no, you don't need to be suspended. William Regal, you know, he just lost it. Blew it off. How about you come up here for a little while? They debut him on SmackDown. They can debut him in Money in the Bank. On the kickoff show, taking on I don't care. Um, They can debut him on Raw. All three will have fans in attendance. You bring back his original entrance. So that absolutely sets the fans off. It will blow that joint apart. Did they think of that? I don't know. Heck, I don't think WWE is thinking about bringing him up to the main roster. I think they're playing with him. I think if they knew he needed to be on the main roster, he didn't need to do dark matches. And he definitely didn't need to do two or three. One against Cesaro. Cesaro gives his point of view. You watch the tape back. You watch it live. You watch the tape back. You make your decision and you go on. Why are you 
keeping bringing him to the Thunderdome. It's stupid. You either want him up there and think he can do something good, and you've got a storyline for him, or you don't. I think they're going to keep him in NXT. Johnny Gargano will sell like you wouldn't believe. He will get in offense. He is a great NXT wrestler. But if you have one ounce of thought that you may be bringing Karrion Cross up, Before, well, I should say, yeah, before or during SummerSlam. He can't get beat by Johnny Gargano. And if you're going to wait till after SummerSlam and the draft, you might have him lose at the takeover before SummerSlam. Maybe. But if you're unsure, you don't have him drop that belt. There's no point in it. We had Isaiah Swerve Scott and Hit Row host a championship cipher. I saw so many Twitter uh, comments on Twitter about I bet all the white people are looking up what a cipher is. And then one person said, no, all the white people think it's a trick, it's a code. Of course, then everybody was writing, what? What are you talking about? And I thought in my head, why are we doing this? Why... Why is this funny to anyone? Yes, it's, it's you know, rapping. But yes, it's also a code. There are some very famous ciphers throughout history that the United States cracked and won wars over. Like the one in World War Two. Um, I believe if you look up ciphers, I haven't, there used to be one of the things that first popped up was the New York Post crossword puzzle cipher every Sunday morning. So see, um, the joke was really on everybody and it shouldn't have been made. It's a little uncalled for. Hit Row is bad. No, I don't mean bad as in good. Now, I will give credit to Swerve. He dropped some lines, and he dropped them fast. He dropped them on beat. And they pretty much 
made sense. And he was talking fast, but enunciating his words that you definitely could understand it. The others, though, almost made you forget Swerve. Because they went first, and then they kind of went last. And they were a hot mess. Um, you know, the night of NXT, or maybe it was the next morning, I actually said they were garbage. I still kind of think they were garbage. Um, they are not at Swerve's level. They do not make me want to run out and buy an, buy an album, listen to their song. They definitely don't want me to put their song or all of their tracks on my playlist. It's not happening. Not if they really, truly sound like that. Um, at the end, when they try to sing, sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. Here's what you do rap for in wrestling. You do it very quickly as almost a diss track. Or a disc promo that you rap. Or you do it like John Cena did it, uh, did as the Doctor of Thugonomics and R-Truth does now. You rap on your way to wrestle. You come down the ramp doing it. And you're still... A lot of times, dissing your opponent. Hit Row doesn't do that. So then it makes me question. If you're not going to do what you are wanting to get big for. Correctly. And you're not going to really wrestle. Why are you on my TV? If Swerve wants to rap. Coming down the ramp. Get in the ring. Wrestle a great match. And rap all the way back. You know what? I'll stand up and applaud him all day. They don't do that. Does the girl in Hit Row, does she wrestle? Or does she just sing Hit Row? I don't understand what the point of this is. Are they trying to make another average perks? Excuse me person hit some of the charts on Apple and Spotify and then kind of 
drop him like they did Elias? What are we doing with this? Because I want it off my TV. If you can't explain it to me, I want it off my TV. First match I got right. MSK versus Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher. My goodness, this match was good. I was expecting it to be good. Two completely different styles. You knew at some point MSK was going to go for a high flippity flip. And Trompa or Thatcher were basically just going to catch him in there and slam him on their knee. Uh, and try to break their rock in half. You knew that. You knew that they were MSK was going to do double team maneuvers and catch Champa and Thatcher when they were least suspecting it. And they made the right call. MSK needs to hold these belts for a while. They need to stabilize them. They need to stabilize themselves as a good tag team. You talk about somebody that probably should be called up to the main roster. It would be MSK. I don't even know why they're in NXT. They are talented enough. They are good at promos. If you let them be them, why aren't they on the main roster? The main roster tag team situation, both men and women's, Horrible. You don't have enough teams. And you definitely don't have enough teams that aren't just thrown together. So, yeah. Great match. Where they're going with MSK, I don't know. I kind of almost... They need to be maybe in a program with Chompa and Thatcher. I don't want to see Chompa and Thatcher go back and play around with the Grizzled Young Vets. I don't want to see MSK go back and play around with Legado El Fantasma. Those were boring to me. Create something I want to watch. I'm excited about Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae taking on Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. How could you not call this one right? I'm sorry, I'm not buying into the way. I would be more apt to buy in the way, into the way, um, with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Although, it kind of seems like they're kind of separating them a little. Austin Theory didn't come out with Johnny Gargano when he talked to Karen Cross. Candice LeRae and Indy don't seem like a match for a tag team for me. And they don't seem like competitors that are thrown together to learn each other's styles to take advantage of each other. So, 
didn't really get it. I was so happy. I popped huge. I knew the battery charger thing was Tegan Knox. But on last week's show, it was only on 80%. I never dreamed it would pop up to 100% this quickly. So, I did. I popped when I saw that thing hit 100 and there was Tegan Knox. After I popped, I looked and I was like, what is she wearing? I'm from the South. I knew immediately she was wearing flannel. But I was thinking, do you have a 4X flannel shirt on? Because it looks like it. Most people don't wear flannel shirts down to like their knees. And it was huge. And then I thought, every time I've ever been to Florida, and it's been many times, I don't recall anyone wearing a flannel shirt down there. And that includes all of my southern friends that I see in flannel shirts daily. When they go to Florida, they usually don't take them with them. You know why? It's too daggone hot. Now, no, no, I take that back. I've seen one person in a flannel shirt in Florida. He cut the sleeves out of it and cut probably a good two or three inches off the bottom. But I was like, I couldn't focus and comprehend anything for the first minute. I knew she was going after Candace LeRae. That's pretty obvious. But I kept thinking, what are you doing? She ended up taking the final shirt tying it around her waist. Okay. Why didn't you do that in the beginning? Because it just... I was just like, this doesn't make sense. And I'm really getting irritated, as you guys can tell, with things that don't make sense. Even if it's something little. I'm thinking, you know, I bet she walked past... 30 or 40 people to get to the go position and come out. And no one stopped her and said, you need to take that off. Tie it around your waist. Or throw it on top of Shawn Michaels' head. Who cares? You don't need to wear that. <clears throat> but anyway, loved it. She went after Candace LeRae. Also popped when Indy was hurt and Dexter came out to take her away. Of course, no words spoken. But he needed to take care of her. He still has feelings. 
Indy needs to probably just go be with Dexter and get out of this whole thing with Candace and Candace and Tegan can go back after each other. That was kind of fun, you know? So, Io Shirai, Zoe Starks, having the tag teams. I don't care. I don't know why they created these belts. I do. I do know why. Shouldn't have said that. They shouldn't have created them. That's probably what I should have said. And then, I don't know why they took them off, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, so quickly. You had to know, Irshirai, one of, you know, the best, probably the best right now in NXT. Zoe Stark, who they think is a shooting, rising star. They're not going to beat Candace and Indy. Well, there better be some shenanigans because I think he probably could beat both of them by herself. But now they got the belts. What are you going to do with them? Now, if I'm on WWE Creative and I showed up for work on Thursday or Friday morning, I know exactly what I'm hearing. Oh, we got to get them into a program with Raquel and Dakota. No. No, you don't. I know that you guys love throwing people together because they're going after a championship belt and you all of a sudden give them the tag belts. And then they fight with the champion that they want to take their belt. Stupidest reason ever. It's lazy storytelling. Actually, it's not really even storytelling. It's just being lazy. There's no point. I know Raquel said, my second priority in NXT is to win those tag team belts back for Dakota. Dakota should have slapped her and said, that's an insult. Because I could be carrying that women's championship just as well as you can. And deep down, you know it. But you think you're going to second place me by giving me a belt? A tag team belt? That way you can have two. No. That's stupid. What you're going to have happen is you're going to break that tag team apart. Now let's reiterate what I said five minutes ago. You don't have enough tag teams. Quit breaking them apart. So who should face EO and, and Zoe? I don't know. How about at TakeOver, we have them go up against uh, Natty and Tamina and we unify those belts. How about that and we get rid of one? How about that? That's my solution. They ended the night perfectly with Adam Cole, Cal O'Reilly, two. 
I basically told you on the prediction show. I wanted Cool Cow to win, but he wasn't. He won last time. In order for this to set up to be a rubber match, Adam Cole had to win. I also told you if they pull Karrion Cross up, and I'm starting to think that Finn Ballard is locked in a, the same closet that Carmella was forever. Um, because where is Finn Balor? Um, I think Adam Cole has to be the one that Karrion Cross drops the belt to. And you're saying, well, I thought you liked Cal O'Reilly. I thought you wanted him to have the belt. I did. Three months ago. Four months ago. When he was red hot. They should have gave him the belt. Let Finn and Adam chase him. And then have Karen Cross step in and destroy him. But they didn't do that. So his time's almost passed him by. Yes, he's a go-getter. Yes, he's determined, he's disciplined. Yes, he is driven. Yes, he's went out and learned a new style. That doesn't mean he's good enough right now to carry the belt. He lost his momentum. And I will not be surprised. Remember the Undisputed Era. Go back, remember it. They did not write well for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They really didn't. In their promos, they didn't write well for him there either. I truly believe... They don't get Kyle O'Reilly. They don't know who he is. They don't know who his character is. And with some of the changes he has made in his dress, in his style, him learning new things, I can almost guarantee you NXT has not set him down and discuss that with him in order to co- incorporate it into a storyline. So I'm willing to bet within six months, Roderick Strong, since he came back with a faction of Diamond Mine, they'll write better for Roderick Strong and they'll get him over. Roderick Strong will make sure he gets himself over. And he will pass Kyle O'Reilly by. They don't write Kyle O'Reilly strong when he's not in the ring. And that's that's NXT creative's fault. Or WWE creative's fault. It's somebody's fault. As far as I'm just going to kind of go through this real quick. 
the breakout tournaments that they're going to have. I hate the name Trey Baxter. Why didn't why couldn't they just leave him Blake Christensen? But anyway, I think he's going to show up and show out. I think Joe Gacy is going to show up and show out. <coughs> I like Duke Hudson. And it looks like they already have it in their head. They're ready to push, um, I think you pronounce his name, Giro, to the moon with Cameron Grimes. <clears throat> I don't know any of their characters. None. I know Odyssey Jones did a dark match with Karrion Cross. No, he did a dark match, I think, with Bronson Reed. Uh, where's Bronson Reed? Anyway, I popped several times during the Great American Bash. When I watched it, when people asked me, my boss asked me, from England, how was the Great American Bash? And I said, I, th I think it was good. I went to bed, I got up, and I thought, no, no it really wasn't. All the matches were predictable. Pretty much all the segments were predictable. And none of the matches themselves were five-star matches or four-star matches. I don't believe any of them will be remembered. So, I don't even know that The Great American Bash was a good show. I think it was very average. Especially compared to what I saw the next night. And that's another episode. If you have any questions, comments, problems, or protests... You guys, holler at me. I'm on Twitter, Pro Overtime. Two O's, Pro Overtime. Yes, DMs are open. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram at Pro Wrestling Overtime. Yes, the messages are open. Um, created a Facebook page, and some of you were griping. Facebook page is Pro Wrestling Overtime. Put a message button on there I think it's kind of big so that you guys can see it if you hit it it will take you into Facebook Messenger if I'm around I'll talk to you live if I'm not or if I'm busy doing something I'm in the middle of a meeting or something like that then I will get back to you as soon as possible or you can just flat out email me it's prowrestlingot at gmail.com that's pro wrestling ot one word at gmail.com. I look forward to talking to you guys very soon, and I'll see you down the road. 
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.